Hi guys, and welcome to the Road to Forex podcast, where we are going to be talking about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, this episode is going to be based on something that happens seemingly every week, and sometimes it seems to happen more often than not, and is the bane of every trader's existence. So I'm going to be talking about what it is, how we can avoid it, and how you can prepare yourself to deal with it should it come about. Of course, I am talking about market manipulation. So every trader needs to get their head around this because I'm sure even if you've been in the market a month, you will have seen a trade that just goes completely askew. You'll be in a trade and then one moment the candlestick will just start smashing its way down or smashing its way up towards your stop loss at an astounding rate. And you're sitting there looking going, hey, I didn't see any news items come out. There's no news events here. So why is this happening? And although, you know, definitely a lot of retail traders, if they band together, they can form some sort of market manipulation by putting a lot of fake orders. It's called spoofing. Um, and then basically when you're thinking, hey, there's a lot of buy orders in here, they cancel all their orders and they're actually going for a sell, which causes fake confidence, fake signals, that kind of deal. However, that does mean that a large number of individuals with a large financial backing have to be in there doing their thing. So you don't really need to worry about them. What you do need to worry about is the banks and the hedge funds. The guys that do have all the money readily available to put in big buy and sell orders, right? So it's important that we look at the footprints of smart money coming into the market primarily so that we can avoid big liquidity runs or price dumps, search and destroys, or seek and destroys, whatever you want to call them, where they smash the market down before then they reverse the price up. So we want to look at these footprints, identify them, so that when we are going to a trade, we're not going into a high risk probability area where smart money can enter. Now, first of all, I would be saying avoid really tightly compact consolidation areas. What I mean by that is, you know, in the space of 10 hours, there's, you couldn't even see a new high and you couldn't see a new low. There might be a 20 pip range that, you know, the market is working within. So you put a line straight down the middle, it might be 20 pips above, above, sorry, 20 pips below at most. So it's really tight. A nice normal consolidation range. Yes, you can have double tops and double bottoms, but you might say that there's between your top and your bottom, there's 40 pips, there's 50 pips. We're talking about between this, these tops and bottoms, there might be 10 pips between them, maybe 20 to push. So stay away from these highly packed and tight consolidation areas, because it's where a lot of beginner retail traders hop into. And when you get a lot of beginner traders hopping in there, it gives smart money a really good area to do a pump and dump. Basically, they'll put in a, let's say, a sell, a large sell, smash everyone's stop losses. That creates a lot of liquidity in the market. It obviously takes out all their orders. So then 
with all that freedom, all those orders coming out, they can place their buy orders in and then send the market the opposite way. And you will usually see that in really tight consolidation areas, especially in strong trends. So big bullish or bearish candlesticks, it'll stop for that little breather moment, really tight, compact consolidation, and then it'll go up and then shoot back down. So you really need to be wary about those areas. Secondly, new highs and new lows. So I should refine this by saying, if we're breaking above previous highs, and we're breaking below previous lows, not in like a normal price action area, but let's say we're going for a big high. Last week, where is another high, and we've just taken out that high. We are now higher than the last previous week. Clearly, we have an all new higher high. We're in a new area. Yes, it might have touched there last month, but we're looking at this higher high right now. And it's the same if it breaks below a weekly like open line for the bottom, right? Where there is a low, we break right beneath that. Now we have nothing to look at. There's everything to the left of it is higher. It's the same deal. So when we're looking at these areas and there's nothing to really compare, this is when it's perfect for smart money to come in and really take the market by the horns. If you've ever seen it where it shoots up and it will just come back down and you will watch. There will be heavy, heavy retracements on some, I'd probably say 50%, somewhere in there in my opinion, with the market, even though it's barreling down, we'll just have one candlestick, one candlestick that shoots up and up and up and then it continues to go all the way down. Or in case of the lows, it starts to shoot up and then we just have one candlestick that has a heavy, heavy rejection. So in order to hop in on these pairs, or if you were to hop in on them, I'd say stay away. Go for something that's still within a range. You can look to the left of it and say, hey, I can see that there's another high here. I'm thinking if we come up here, it might fall. That's normal healthy price action. When we break above everything, this can happen because the market becomes exhausted. So many people hop out of the market, for example. All you need is one big sell order, bring it in there. All they can do is close out all those sell orders that they've just put in, put in a big buy one, shoot it, again, takes out all liquidity, takes out all the people that are jumping on this massive move, and then they'll take out that order, put another sell in, and just go all the way down. So as you can tell here, these areas that they hop into, these banks, these hedge funds hop into, are highly concentrated areas, such as tightly packed consolidation, and then obviously when we're going into a brand, brand new high and a brand, brand new low, where we look to the left of us again, and we can see something maybe two, three weeks ago, but especially if we're looking on the hour time frame, half an hour, 15 minutes, we can't see anything to the left of it, that means they've basically got control of the market. A lot of people will experience fear, they'll pull out, there'll be a lot of emotions going when you cannot see where you're supposed to put your take profit, especially in a buy, right? You don't know where to go. How much higher is it gonna go? And in a sell, how much lower is it gonna go? So unless you're extremely good at counter trend trading, it's something that you should stay away from. 
Because even if you do do that, you've got to expect a heavy retracement. So it's when they create all this doubt in the market, tightly packed consolidation, which way is it going to go? All new highs, all new lows, which way is it going to go? These are the areas that you want to stay away from. Obviously, news is different because you can kind of predict what's going to happen here. But with these areas that they can create fear within or doubt or they'll consolidate the market, make it go really tight, there's where you want to stay away from. Obviously, there are going to be some times where they are just going to take out the market. I think two weeks ago, I was on Great British Pound JPY and I was just in a trade and it just started barreling down. And there was nothing that anyone could do about it. Sometimes it is just going to take it out, but we were on a brand new high and that worked really, really well for me. So that's how we want to really stay away from it. If you are looking at things to say, okay, when are they actually hopping in? Look for institutional candlesticks. So look for a small, you know, the last move up before the big move down. You'll see it get printed out and then you'll just see this push down and it'll start to just move. And as soon as you see that, a little candlestick going up right before this big engulfing move, as soon as you see small candlestick, big engulfing move, think to yourself, I'm hopping out of the market. Even if it was to eventually turn around with the amount of money they push in there, the spreads of all the brokers just get messed up. For example, on that Great British Pan JPY trade, I didn't hit my take profit. The market did not go down there. We were at least 20 pips away from it, 2015 pips, somewhere around that area, right? And my position got filled. Bam, I came away with the profits because it's such a massive order. So much volatility is going there. Brokers want to close you out. No one knows what's happening. So if you are seeing an institutional candlestick getting printed and this engulfing move, immediately you know, hey, that is a smart money. That is a bank. That is a hedge fund. So that's how I'd look at there. As well as if you look at, let's say, an awesome oscillator, instead of being all greens or all reds, you might see it start to get mixed up. We see a green and then a red and a green and a red and a green and two reds or something like that. When you see these areas where the momentum is shifting in the market, that means a lot of people are pulling out, which gives these guys a lot of time and chances to then move in, fill their own orders, and then you'll just see it move. So that's how I'd also look at it. So that's how we want to avoid market manipulation, guys. Stay away from those areas not going to be that profitable for you anyway. Just hop onto a different currency pair that is way cleaner. Hopefully that makes a lot of sense to you. If not, you can message me at rotaforex at gmail.com. I'll be happy to help out. Um, wonderful working with a lot of you guys here, especially my friends in America and Britain. Really appreciate working with you guys. It's been fantastic, especially to get your feedback on the podcast. Absolutely loving it. So the link to get in touch with me is in the description to this podcast, but also road to forex at gmail.com. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and I'll see you in the next one.